Today, we'll whet your appetite with our first look back at the wide receiver position and give you a must-play in DFS for the conference championships. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Greetings! Today is Thursday, January 21st, and you're listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. As always, you can follow and stream us on Spotify. I'm Dave Richard. I'm joined by Jamie Eisenberg. We're going to begin reflecting on the wide receiver position from 2020. So, Jamie... Let us know which wide receivers 2020 season was a fluke in your mind. Corey Davis is uh, one that stands out to me. You know, I mean, he had some great moments, uh, you know, finally started to look like uh, a competent, successful wide receiver, which is where he was drafted to be once upon a time by the Tennessee Titans. But uh, I don't know where he's playing in 2021. I don't know what uh, role he'll play with his new team. If he does leave the Titans, if he comes back to the Titans, is he still going to be as successful as he was at times in 2020, you know, there was some great moments, um, you know, like I'm, I'm looking at his game log right now. He had a 35 PPR game. Oh yeah. Against the Browns in week 13. He had a mm-hmm. 21 point game in week 15. If you started him against the Detroit lions, uh, he had a 26 point game against the Bengals. And we know there was that stretch of games to start the season where it was uh, basically 11 PPR points in almost every game that he played, but there were some disappearing games down the stretch aside from that week 15 week 15 game. He had uh, three games in single digits in, in PPR points, and I just think that's kind of the, the player that you'll be getting if he does get re-signed. The good comparison to make is Devontae Parker, who went through a similar situation where he had that big season in 2019, came back in 2020, and wasn't the same player. And so I don't know if the same thing will happen to Corey Davis. Obviously, injuries and quarterback situation played a part for Parker, but for Davis and his situation, if he leaves the Titans, I don't know if he'll still be in the same type of role and opportunity that he had this past year. Okay, so now I'm going to do a full 180 on you. Who will be the big breakout in 2021? Love T. Higgins. Love the setup for him. Uh, Excited to see what he's going to do as the number one option fully in the Bengals offense, a full offseason. Hopefully Joe Burrow's back and throwing, like he says, by February, but certainly ready to go by the time the offseason program takes off. Basically, you look at week three on and what he was able to accomplish. Uh, 12 or more PPR points in six of eight games that he played with Joe Burrow over that stretch and just uh, some dominant performances. And so for a guy who, uh, you know, a lot of people drafted late or didn't draft at all in their seasonal leagues, but second round or third round pick in some cases in rookie only drafts, certainly uh, round two was the place that he settled in the majority of those drafts, um, was a star. And, and, you know, uh, just a, a big part of what this rookie class looks like, certainly these rookie wide receivers, you can make the case that after Justin Jefferson, he was the second best rookie wide receiver. There's, there's clearly a lot of debate in that with C.D. Lamb and um, Brandon Ayuk and what some of those guys did. You know, it's uh, it, it's it's a good talking point. But, you know, T. Higgins, during that stretch of games that he played with Joe Burrow, he looked the part, and I think he's going to play the part in 2021. Ooh, I feel pretty good about that when I took him in both of our mocks so far. Maybe I'll just keep on taking T. Higgins. All right, let's move to the DFS picks for Conference Championship Weekend. One guy who will be in all of your lineups, Jamie. Yeah, it'll be Daryl Williams, and that's even if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire plays. You know, I think Williams has established himself as a guy that's going to play in this offense Well, he's only playing on third downs while he's playing tandem with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The price has gone up slightly. Uh, he's at $4,800 on DraftKings, but you've seen what he's done the last two games that he's played without Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, at least 14 total touches in both of those. 
That's week 16 against the Falcons in the first game that they played without Edwards Hilaire. And then clearly in the playoff game, as we saw against the Browns, where he had 13 carries for 78 yards and four catches on four targets, only 16 yards through the passing game. But uh, still like the setup for Darrell Williams. I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. You can run on the Bills. We've seen that throughout the course of the season. So Darrell Williams is in a great spot if Edwards Hilaire doesn't play, but he's still in a good enough spot that you can trust him even if Edwards Hilaire is out there. The fourth most expensive running back on both FanDuel and DraftKings, and I believe he was your sleeper last week. Is that? Do, yeah, do I, I like to set up for him, you know, with the thought of Edward Solaire sure. not playing, and then that played itself out. So, uh, okay. like this one there. Who's the sleeper this week then? Uh, I'm going to go to Cameron Brait. You know, uh, you're looking at a guy still uh, priced lower than um, than Rob Gronkowski on DraftKings, and you know, you've seen the production the last two games for him, where he's been the lead tight end in terms of the production standpoint. Now, the targets were the same for both Gronk and Brait in the win against the Saints. But Gronk had one catch on five targets. Brait had four catches on those five targets. He's got 130 yards receiving in his last two games, uh, 11 combined targets in the last two. And I think you just see that he's become a significant part of this offense. We know Antonio Brown dealing with that knee injury, so he may play a little bit more than we saw. And uh, Brady's leaning on him right now. So I know Gronk is his guy. Gronk is the guy that had a couple end zone shots too in the game against the Saints. But uh, Bray right now has been a little bit more successful, more productive. Targets have been there for him. So price is right at $3,000. He's cheaper than Gronk. Like I said, Gronk is 3200 on DraftKings. Uh, so I'll take my chances with Bray. And you're going to have to hit on a sleeper this week. There's going to be a lot of similarities between lineups on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Bray could be one of this, those differentiators that helps you out. Great calls, Jamie. Thank you for that. And thank you for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. It's your audio outlet for fantasy news and advice in five minutes or fewer. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. And if you really love what you heard, we'll huddle again with you tomorrow afternoon.